Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're scared about in public, here's what to do so nobody can tell. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, November 2nd, 2022. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, rocking the Mavericks Nash jersey, Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners, this is for you. Yeah, I've got the old Nash jersey. i got these big wings here. They're huge. <laughs> yeah, that's roomy, that one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pulled it out. Nice. But back when black jerseys were the thing, you know, <laughs> I loved them. Next to him... It's the bearded one, Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo! And over yonder making the magic happen, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. That's going to get a bad rating today, yeah. JD. That was a bad hello. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a one. What's wrong? There's nothing wrong. Okay, you okay? I feel like I forgot something, but uh, I can't figure it out what it is. So. <laughs> like a, a, an element to the show is your... Yeah. Oh, okay. Something show related. We'll find out. Yeah, we're going to find out. We'll find out very soon. We'll do it soon, together. <laughs> uh, shout out to the stream team for joining us live on YouTube. Please, please, if you haven't, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Hit that like button. Comment away, both in the stream team or after in the comment section below. And share the show. Go get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. I just ordered ourselves... Some uh, classic factory mugs and hats mm. for mm. you boys. Mm-hmm. All right, All Christmas right. coming early for you. Oh, guys. Santa Skeets coming through. <laughs> Curious though, Skeets, you ordered the little coffee mug. <laughs> Eleven ounce. Eleven ounces. You think that's enough? Yeah, just like this. Yeah, Eleven ounce, right. man. I guess you're right. I don't need the giant fifteen ounce one like you guys and Hootski does. You know, <laughs> but hey. Hey, man, he's an owl. He's up all night long. Of course he needs coffee. That's right. Uh, Go to nodunks.com if you want to get the uh, Classic Factory merch or any of our Nodunks merch. Send in your questions and comments. We're always looking for your NBA cues to nodunksattheathletic.com. You can tweet them in at nodunksinc if you want. We're going to hit the beach a little bit later today. Mm -hmm. Some really fun questions uh, later in this podcast. Uh, And before we get into it, looking at last night's games, obviously talking about the Nets, we did record an emergency podcast yesterday afternoon to discuss the Nets and head coach Steve Nash parting ways. Uh, 25-30 minute podcast. Got back here in the Classic Factory to uh, weigh in on that in real time. So, highly recommend you go check that out. If you haven't already, it's up on YouTube and it's in your podcast feed. But let's get to the games. And we will start with Trey Kirby's Chicago Bulls. Uh, Zach Levine going off in the fourth quarter. 20 points as the Bulls beat the Nets in their first game after Steve Nash. Um... We can talk about the game. I know we'll get to Sean Mark's press conference and and the fallout from everything yesterday, but what do you think about your Bulls there? Fired coach bump is usually pretty powerful, mm. and it was looking powerful it for was. the Nets. Yep. I thought they were going to take it down, but apparently the weekday Bulls are stronger than the fired coach bump, still undefeated Monday through Friday. The Chicago Bulls are 4-0. and 0-4 on the weekends. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. It's a weird one. Yeah. Maybe they're union. 
sure. Zach Levine did say post-game, hard work pays off, and it certainly did for him in this one. 29 points, 20 of them coming in the fourth quarter, outscored the Nets on his own. Most of his points came with DeMar DeRozan on the bench as Mm -hmm. well, which was pretty nice for the Bulls to see. Basically all jumpers for Levine. Some of them were miscommunications from the Nets, and he ended up with a wide-open three. That's money. But other ones... He was making nice dribble moves, step backs off his one leg, which yep. I thought was pretty cool to see, and had the announcers go getting pretty excited that he looked like he had some pop after uh, some knee surgery over the summer. I also thought the Bulls' chaos lineup was really good. Levine is the star of that one, but he's out there with Alex Caruso, Javante Green, Io Desunmu, and some other guy. They're going to sometimes go Derek Jones Jr., sometimes Patrick Williams, sometimes Vucevic. But basically, we're putting all of our athletes on the floor. Yeah. We're going to force as many turnovers as possible and run up and down the court. The Nets turned the ball over 18 times. The Bulls only nine times. So that's really how they got it done. It was that second unit plus Zach and then a huge explosion from Levine in the fourth quarter. I really hope that they never win on the weekends. Just <laughs> keep winning during the week. Maybe it's the Jim Boylan vibes. Sticking Clocking in. Clocking <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, there was right. a bad tur- timeout last night. That's some boiling vibes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird one by Billy Donovan. He got a fast break, it was Billy. A three, it was a three on two. Bulls nah, fast no. break. No, 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 no. no, no. Timeout. Gotta, gotta Slow stop down that. here. Oh, that was uh, strange. Yeah, it was a little game five Nick Nurse. What are you doing? What are you doing? We're up here, Nick Nurse. Uh, anyway, the, the Zach Levine part of this was so fun. He's got that hunch going. He's he's one of the, the biggest hunchers in the game. When he's hunting <laughs> down uh, his move, when, he, when he's got it really going, he's got that lean over. Uh, yeah, he can rise up out of that hunch real quick. And uh, that one you sort of talked about where he looks like he's going into a triple jump, like he's bounding into the lane, stops on that knee that – he had surgery on and was able to rise and hit shots. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun experience. Mm-hmm. And it sure looked like the Bulls brought their hard hats uh, and we're going to, uh, you know, I, I should, sorry, I meant the Nets brought their hard hats. We're going to outdo the Bulls in this game. It, it looked like they're working hard. Uh, you had Utah Watanabe, who I think yeah. is one of the lowest paid Brooklyn Nets, but probably one of the most liked Brooklyn Nets because he's freaking working there beside Kevin Durant, working on defense, flying around. There's just not enough of those guys on the Brooklyn Nets, but it felt like they were gonna they were able to pull it out. They were gonna be able to pull it out, and absolutely uh, was taken away by just great movement uh, by the Chicago Bulls in that fourth quarter. It was really really nice. The thing about the Brooklyn Nets is that they don't have a home court advantage. It's, it's just no. such a dead arena, and and you go to New York, I think it's it's easy for the opposing team to get up, but I think it's hard for the the home team to get up in these instances, and. Kevin Durant was phenomenal, and we'll get into the sort of the the roster breakdown of if it can turn around with a new head coach. But beyond Kevin Durant, this was a, a rough game offensively for the Brooklyn Nets. Zach Levine definitely the closer in last night's game. DeRozan like, uh, I would say, but Drogic in the first half was keeping the Bulls alive. He hit yeah. three triples. He finished with 15 points overall. And Patrick Williams, who you know a lot of Bulls fans wonder, what's he doing out there? Is he doing anything? <laughs> This was one of his more complete games, which, I mean, not saying a whole lot. He finished with 12 and 7, but made some moves, was a little aggressive at times, and you knew he was there. I think that's the key part. Uh, So I thought he had a pretty decent game for Chicago as well. I'm sure you agree. A hundred percent. Really stuffed the box score. 12 points, 7 rebounds, an assist, the steal, a couple of nice blocks. He was using his body and his athleticism and his strength. He was actually bumping guys 
off the lane and he was looking to shoot and looking to make plays and the Bulls were putting him in positions where he could actually make plays as the role man or stuff like that. So yeah, I was encouraged to see him playing with so much force. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not something you always get from Patrick Williams, but he's had three nice games in a row. Seems to be finding his rhythm here. Uh, and that would be huge for the Bulls if he can actually be a contributor this season. So the Nets, Durant goes for 30 plus mm-hmm. as he sort of always does. Yep. You already brought up Watanabe with a you know real energy off the bench. Sumner, I thought, again, energy guy. He played okay in stretches there. Royce O'Neal, did he have a, I mean, a season high at least in points, if not career high for that guy? They hit a lot of threes, yeah. and they still lose comfortably here. And mm. a big part of it, let's be honest, is Kyrie Irving scoring four points to a 12 shooting. What, what happened here with uh, Kyrie? <laughs> Chuck said it was stress <laughs> during the TNT <laughs> halftime show. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Chuck knows probably more than I do as far as uh, relating to an athlete. I can't really try and do the uh, the whole body language here with Kyrie, but I guess it's possible. I, I can just evaluate what I see on the floor, and what I see on the floor is uh, a bunch of guys playing well. Like you mentioned Royce O'Neal, who they traded a first-round draft pick for. He's been balling to start this season. They just lack uh, a big, and their third guy in Ben Simmons just can't play anywhere close to his capabilities, anywhere close to his salary structure. So that's where they're going to struggle big mm-hmm. time. But if you're getting you're getting good Royce O'Neal, you're getting good Utah Watanabe, who makes less than $2 million on this roster, uh, but you can't break through because guys like Io DeSumo look like the fastest player in the friggin' world yeah. playing against this Brooklyn yeah. Nets defense. He was able to just – he saw rim, and he would just beeline it. Those were straight line drives. Top of the key, boom to the rim because uh, the Nets just don't have enough, even if they have a Royce O'Neal and he's – they don't have a lot of foot speed on the perimeter, and they don't have a lot of rim protection. So it's it's going to be a struggle. And I, getting back to Kyrie, well, what is it? And yeah, who knows? <laughs> I mean, he, he came in and participated in the fourth quarter there a little bit, but that was that was a bad Kyrie game. And Caruso's a hell of a defender too. Yeah. There was nothing easy uh, for for Kyrie last night. They, that was, of course, you know that should be your game plan. Obviously, trying to to slow him, but it was strange him not having any points in the first half. I mean, that's. That's rare for a guy that scores 30 in his sleep. Basically, his worst game is a net, right? It yeah. was the first time he'd had a scoreless half. He was completely taken out of the game by Io and by Caruso, just getting into him and kind of out-efforting Kyrie. Uh, 18 turnovers, though, for the Nets. That was bad. They were just loose and sloppy with the ball. They don't. They have not yet cared enough this season to win games, and you could tell that that was the case last night. And did you hear what? Kevin Durant said about those turnovers when asked specifically about his turnovers. He's like, like I'm paraphrasing, but like, well, yeah, I get, I got five guys on me. Yeah. I, they, I'm going to turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. I yeah, get, he I'm had paraphrasing. Seven. That's basically what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had 20 in the first half, so he should be getting five teamed. But he was. And yeah. it's like, you'll take your chances yeah. with anybody else besides Kevin Durant, even Kyrie Irving when he's having a bad game, because... The numbers are just, they can't add up right now. The Nets can get to 60 points, no problem. The next 40, big-time problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's, it's it, here it comes in a time where Royce O'Neal, as you said, probably, definitely a season high. You know, it was a career, career high. 20, yeah. yeah. Uh, he is he is balling, and you know Royce O'Neal is a bit of the Chris Middleton Ferris wheel. He, he'll fall off at some point during the season, so it, it's a bad omen. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ben Simmons is out right now. So there's not a lot of positives here for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, yesterday, after we did our emergency podcast on Nash and the Nets parting ways, uh, Sean Marks held a press conference. Um, any takeaways from this one here, from Sean Marks? <laughs> well, he, when he was asked if Ime Udoka is imminently going to be named head coach, he said, 
absolutely not. So he's he's strong with that, but I don't believe anything that comes out of any <laughs> member of the organization's Thanks. mouth. I I, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I will not. I will not be duped again. I've been duped many a time. Steve Nash said right before James Harden was traded last year. No, he doesn't want to be dealt. He is not <laughs> going to be moved. Yep. He got uh, traded right away. <laughs> Joe, Joe Sy in the offseason said, we are behind our front office and our head coach, Nash. Gone. Just like that. Kevin Durant said he learned about Steve Nash being fired when he woke up from his nap and he looked to his right. I said, He said, I looked to my right, and I was shocked. Shocked! Joker's to the left of me? TV's to the right? <laughs> <laughs> To the, uh, to the right, to the right. I, I, that's a lie, too, is what you're saying? I, I'm not saying he TV's lied about... You're saying Kevin yeah. Durant's a liar? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me is TV that? on the left? <laughs> is, TV's definitely on the left. No, I, he's, he's, he is absolutely lying that he was shocked. The body language you can see throughout these first seven games before uh, before yesterday is terrible for Kevin Durant. He, his head is hanging. He knows that Steve Nash's head is on the chopping block. So I'm not going to believe that Sean Marks is not imminently going to hire Ime Udoka. It, it, it for sure <laughs> right. feels like it's going to happen very soon, whoever they hire, and I think it is going to be Udoka. And the only question I have is if public pressure will get to the Nets. Do they care? Do they care that immediately people say, you're going to hire that guy with all the baggage that comes along with him? That's my question. Will public pressure be have any sort of effect? Probably not. <laughs> it doesn't feel <laughs> I like it. I wouldn't think so with no. this organization. Yeah. If anything, they're like, oh, Cool, and a, a different distraction a little from bit. the one that's probably much more serious in Kyrie Irving and yeah. us, the way we're playing. Uh, 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 fine, hey, look at this crazy shiny thing over <laughs> here and maybe distract us all. I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll see. If Shams and Woj are saying it, 99.9% it's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Mark's just sort of has to come up there and say, oh, no, no, not, not mm-hmm. imminent. I, I don't, I'm with you. I wasn't buying that. Any takeaways from Mark's? He had a lot to say or not say, really. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought the Udoka stuff was interesting for sure. He's trying to leave himself a little bit of wiggle room in case there's enough public pressure because that seems to me the only thing that would really change the minds of the Nets is if it hits him in the pocketbooks. It does send a terrible message to every woman fan of the NBA that this guy's got to be hired back to coach one of the most famous teams in the league with two of the most famous players right away. Uh, but I also think they are going to hire Udoka because, like you're saying, Skeets, now is the time. Now is the time to have all of the drama around your team because we might as well just answer every possible question we have. And they are going to switch it to talking about Udoka because Kyrie Irving apparently not talking to media right now. Yeah. Needs to simmer down so we don't cause any fuss. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, probably smart business from the Nets because – when Kyrie's going to press conferences, it's going poorly. But also, the guy said he was the voice for the voiceless, and now he's literally voiceless. Yeah, it's, by choice. Yeah, it's uh, a good point that they're happy to divert your eyes to something else because something that sort of went under the radar yesterday was Sean Mark saying, "Yeah, Kyrie's not talking tonight." He didn't talk yesterday as well, but because there's so much news going on mm-hmm. uh, with this Udoka situation, that will take the limelight off Kyrie for a while. But it is unfortunate. Kyrie once said that he wasn't going to talk to the media uh, a couple years ago. He said he wasn't going to he wasn't going to do press at all that season, and then that changed. And uh, it is it is unfortunate that we haven't heard from him with some sort of public apology, public acknowledgement for the posts of the anti-Semitic novel slash movie that he posted. Nothing, nothing since then to acknowledge it. My big, big takeaway from Mark's talking to the media yesterday was there is another parting ways uh, statement coming very soon from this team. And it's going to be Sean Mark's in the Nets parting ways. Yeah. Yeah. 
well, that's where you're going to have to go. I mean, it's, it's, that's the pecking order how this usually happens, right? After disappointment, after disappointment, it's, uh, you know, coach first, and then it's going to be GM. And uh, he just, look, I, I didn't envy the guy having to get up there and I guess go through the motions of, uh, no, we don't know who our coach is going to be. And, oh, yeah, no, the players didn't know that Steve Nash was going to be gone. Even though your superstar had an ultimatum during the summer of, like, it's me or him. Uh, you know, he just had to like sort of lie <laughs> as, uh, and he wouldn't be the first person to do that in a press conference, but he feels like, uh, he feels like the next dead man walking here that he's going to be gone. And, and, and maybe he'll be happy too to, to get out of this because Josiah is going to have to, I would think. Cause they're not, I guess we can get into now. Can the Nets salvage this season? Is Udoka capable of turning this team around? Is any other coach uh, have the ability to get this team back into like a contender status this season or what has to happen for that to, yeah. to occur. I highly, highly doubt that this net season can be turned around from, especially because of where it's coming from the, the last two years, it's only gone downhill you know, since they won that playoff series. They were swept last year and considering where they are now with this roster, I don't want to be hot takey, but I think the Lakers roster is better right now. I'd rather have the Lakers roster than this Nets roster because how will it get better? Ben Simmons is literally not playing right now. And I know people want to give him time and all that, but the third highest paid player on this team, who they desperately need to be a defender and play bigger than he is, he's just he does not look good. And I don't see it getting better anytime soon. This team is just too tiny. Nothing to trade really on this roster, I don't think. Uh, unless they blow it up, Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, then this that's a different different path for this team. Yeah, that's, that's not salvaging the season. That's that's probably doing the right thing. They yeah. should have done it in the off season. I don't think you would bring in Udoka if that does happen to then trade Kevin Durant, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's the weird thing. Why would you sign Udoka long term when you know that this thing can just blow up? In an instant. Right. Kyrie can say, I'm gone. Kevin Durant can say, I'm gone. Well, Kyrie's not signed beyond this year. Yeah. I, mean, they, I, I don't know why you would sign a big-name coach in Udoka like, as far as the basketball goes because they can't even win a, a coach bump game. You know, they, they can't even win that. <laughs> yeah. And they're 2-6. They're and six. I don't see much improvement. They're just too tiny as well as far as the basketball goes. The vibes are obviously horrid. Uh, TJ Warren's going to come back and save the day? I doubt it. I, I just – Unless they're going to outscore teams, which they, they were able to last year, and they've got one of the best scorers in the game, obviously, in Kevin Durant. I, I don't see it. I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm with Tass. I don't think the roster, unless there's a significant change, there's no way they'll be good at defense. Maybe they can be a top-five offensive team. Maybe. I, I have a lot of doubts about that. If you're going to be playing Claxton and Simmons, big minutes, which you kind of have to if you want to have any chance on defense. But I don't think Ben Simmons is ever going to be the same kind of player that we saw before. Right. He also was never a five before, and now they're expecting him to be their rim deterrent, their switch guy, get in the passing lanes, push the tempo, score in transition. This is Ben Simmons. Like, he didn't play for two years, and now he's got to be the most important defensive player on your team. I don't think that's going to happen. Nobody on this team can rebound, so lots of extra shots for the opponents. Vooch had a huge game last night, so... I don't know. I, I'm also a little concerned with the way that Udoka coaches because his success with the Celtics last year was being like, these guys don't play hard. These guys are yeah. being jerks out there on the court. Basically, just calling his team out after every game until mm. they got the message and turned it around. Yeah. Try that with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and see how it goes. Yeah, I think Durant probably wants that, but I don't know how they're going to respond either. I have no idea. No idea. 
You think Kevin Durant wants that now? So well, he, he wants an he wants an asshole for the rest of the roster. I think. Like, I mean, he's hanging his head. He's he is giving it a lot. He wants some fighters beside him, some scrappers beside him. I think Kevin Durant changes his mind every third day, and goes back and forth between. Oh, I'd love just a player coach. We don't need a coach. Let's just hoop. To then you're probably right, and it, then it swerves the other way to like, yeah, we need guys in here that's gonna fight. He loved when Nash got tossed out. Oh, there's that, there's the spirit. I just think the guy goes back and forth, but you know he goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Probably his mood day to day, but he always plays hard and is always a walking bucket. So you can make that work, and then then there's the whole, of course, Kyrie and what's he gonna say and what how is he's gonna act and what you know the the next uh, distraction or drama that he's gonna bring to a locker room. Um, I, I'm with you guys. I'm not like I saw somebody in the stream sta- stream team asking define salvageable. What is like, <laughs> what does that even mean for this net season? Get into the playoffs. <laughs> That's the, their goals are obviously way higher. Right, right. Uh, so salvageable would mean you know being a top seed, winning a playoff series, at the very least. I would say. Who's gone next then? I think it's Sean Marks. Mm. Do you think it's Kyrie? Do you think it's? I mean, it's wild, but could it be like? Let's just trade Kevin Durant, get picks back, and get a nice haul back. Maybe wait until, you know, Aiton can be traded from the Suns and revisit that. Maybe Masai Ujiri sneaks in there and lowball offers uh, the Nets and gets him up to Toronto. Like, Ben Simmons? I mean, who, who's next? Who's gone? Well, it should be a whole revamp of the roster, I, I think. But I think the odds on favorite is Sean Marks. If Kevin Durant leaves, he's taking Utah Watanabe with him. He <laughs> loves that guy. That guy plays hard beside him. I'm sure they want to redo and would love to trade back that first-round pick for Royce O'Neal or get back that first-round pick for Royce O'Neal. I think they should tear it down. Odds are Sean Marks, uh, but, you know, to be a little different, to get a little value bet here, I'm going to go Kyrie Irving uh, Mm. because, again, he is a free agent this offseason. You want to get something for him, you have to trade him because I don't think you want to negotiate a long-term deal. Now, maybe you can get to the offseason and say, yeah, well, you're not getting a max from somewhere else, so we'll get you on the cheap for next year. But No way. There's no way Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving returns to the Nets next season. But where? Only if no he doesn't way. get another offer. Where's the offer going to come <laughs> I from? I don't. I do not think the Nets will be offering him a deal if he's still there at the end of this season. If he's not traded at the deadline. Uh, I'm. I'm. I definitely think they should trade him. Right. But is there somebody going to be knocking <laughs> on his door and saying three for ninety? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I think in the summer. I think the that teams will definitely pursue Kyrie. So I think he's the next to leave, and I think it won't be until the summer. Okay. I don't think anybody's going to trade for Ben Simmons right now. No. Um, and the Nets don't really have picks to attach to his contract to make a move. Kevin Durant, possibly, but the Udoka thing really throws a wrench into things yeah. because he was close with Kevin Durant on the 2020 Olympics team, not to mention Udoka coached with uh, with uh, with the, the Nets earlier. He finished second in the runner-up to Kenny Atkinson interviewing for the job with Sean Marks. So, like, all of these guys are connected. Sean Marks, Udoka, and Kevin Durant, which makes me think, if these three all have a previous relationship together, how is any of them going to leave? Right? Like, (laughs) so, I don't know. This could be the Nets team. And how is this going to be the Nets team for a whole season? It's weird. Yeah, and it it makes sense that they would have to stick it out because – the value on their guys just ain't that high, so we'll just try and get the most out of them. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Sean Marks, which would be uh, uh, sort of counterproductive. Somebody else going to come in and save the day? No. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on to some other games uh, from last night. Jimmy Butler took over late. 
As the Heat rally past the Warriors 116-109, it was our pick'em game, uh, which we'll get to later. But who wants to get us started on this? On Jimmy and the boys taking down the Warriors, who are look, it's going under the radar because there's so much other shit happening in the league. But Warriors are struggling here; they can't win on the road. They're three and five. Yeah, yeah. only went in home games. Uh, the the call that got reversed on Steph Curry was very different. I'd say. Yeah. I, I think it was the right call, but Steph Curry first call was fouled on a three point shot. Yep. Um, but then they reviewed it because uh, Miami requested that and. It was deemed for J- that Jimmy got a piece of the ball and then high-fived him as the three-point shot went up. As Bill Kennedy as told Bill everybody. Kennedy. Bill Kennedy told everybody, Jimmy gave him a high-five, so we're, it's all good. Uh, Steve Nash is like, oh, I'd love to coach that team. <laughs> uh, so that, that was strange in the end. Uh, also some weird calls on Jordan Poole getting called for the discontinued carry dribble. You don't see that very often in the NBA, that it's called. You see it happen in the NBA, but you don't see it called in the NBA. Like three times. Three times. (laughs) Steve Kerr said they sent an email, but I didn't check my email. It's game day. (laughs) That was crazy, though. Three carries on the same player in one game, and they were all carries. Every single one, it's a carry. It's like a cross, yep. yep. Even the Warriors weren't arguing afterwards. They're like, yeah, that's a carry, but everybody carries. Apparently they're calling it now. So, I don't know. To me, that's a carry on November 1st and not a carry on December 1st. I yeah. hate points of emphasis. It's so <laughs> dumb. We call one thing for one month. Yeah. It frustrates everybody, and then it goes away. It's the dumbest thing. Most of the time, yeah. But you thought the foul uh, was the right overturn call. was the right call. Yeah, you got to give a chance for a guy to block a ball. He blocked the ball. Mm-hmm. And so the follow-through didn't matter. In instances where you don't block the ball and then there's a high five, yeah, yeah. that's more of a foul. Because you don't allow for the follow through, but in this instance, the ball wasn't going in anyway. I, think I, I didn't right think call. the broadcast was showing us a good replay of Jimmy actually getting the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, the one yeah. they kept showing was like, "I did he? I'm not sure. You couldn't tell. So maybe they had mm-hmm. other angles. I assume they did that. They then determined no, he actually got a piece of it, and then the follow through was the high five, and we're reversing it. And the Heat had the ball. That was a big, big play, right? That was a three point game when Curry took that. Yeah, yeah, would have yeah. tied it up at the line probably. Yeah. Great fourth quarter for the Heat to, to turn it on and get some buckets and get some Jimmy yeah. buckets. And you know, Jimmy was very uh, adamant before the game. He talked to the athletic Sam Amick saying, listen, we're 2-5. and five. We have to figure out our two new starters. I know everyone's saying it's the same team, but we do have two new starters here. And listen, they got it together in the fourth quarter, and uh, it was Jimmy time. Um, and Jimmy could have taken more shots even. You know, that pass off to Gabe Vincent, not required. He could have t- shot that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you got uh, – one team trending in the other one direction, and the Warriors not being able to play defense is weird. And, they're just not on the same page. Yeah, and I guess Jimmy did say that they're going to go on a 74-game win streak here, right? So Yeah, well, he said 75. Five-game win streak. Okay, so 74 win wins just still 70, to come. Just 74 more to go. <laughs> yeah, right, because yeah. he said they're going to be 77-5 and five after the slow start. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts from this one, TK? Yeah, the Heat went zone in the fourth quarter. They scored, they outscored the Warriors 12-2 in the last five minutes, and they were also able to keep Duncan Robinson on the court. He hit three threes in the fourth quarter. You know the Miami Heat have to hit, hit threes, but it can be kind of hard to keep Duncan Robinson on the court during crunch time because he's going to be a target defensively. They put him in zone. The Warriors had no idea how to attack it. So they were able to play Duncan Robinson a lot more minutes on a night when Tyler Hero wasn't around. So I thought that was pretty impressive, and it's definitely something the Warriors will see more of, Mm -hmm. forcing them to make decisions and not just letting Curry bail them out. So uh, definitely something to keep an eye on, and the Heat are good in a zone. They're super active. Jimmy up top, bam in the lane. That's tough to go against. Also, the Warriors' young guys, 
They're struggling mm-hmm. right now. Starting lineup for Golden State, all positive. The entire bench, all negative. Miami won the bench battle, 54-37. to 37. We already talked about Poole carrying the ball. That was taking him out of rhythm for sure. He could not score really last night. But the young guys are – they're not doing very well for the Warriors mm-hmm. right now. They're basically giving up the lead in every single game they play, and I think that's why they've been losing these games on the road because the starting lineup is still great. So it's going to be weird for Steve Kerr because you want to stick with the young guys because you would love to have some of them developed come playoff time. It would be awesome if Kuminga or Wiseman could get into the rotation come playoff time. I think Moody is the only lock at this point. But you can't lose all these games in the Western Conference. The standings are going to be too tight to keep losing three games in a row if you're willing to just give it up with your bench. So we'll have to figure out what they're going to do because it ain't working so far for the Warriors. This two paths thing, it sounds great. But it's hard to develop the young guys when you're trying to win games. Yep. The opposite sort of happening with the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Their their starting lineup not all that great. Their bench, uh, you know, keeping them in games, but they lose last night. Suns win their fifth straight behind Cam Johnson, who was on fire from deep, and they beat the Wolves one sixteen to one oh seven. This was the uh, second game on TNT last night. I watched this one this morning. What were your thoughts on this game? Yeah. Um. Anthony Edwards' frustration a little bit, talking about uh, not being able to get to the rim and a bunch of guys always being there. He, he said, uh, you know, when I get to the rim, he said it over and over again. There's just there's seven-footers everywhere. I'm not Yanis Tetacumpo, he said. Uh, I can't just go over guys. And so he's got some frustrations. He was he was firing the three ball a lot. He took ten threes in this game in part because I think he goes into the lane and he was seeing a jock, a Bismack in there, uh, Landale and, and Bismack Biombo, uh, who were balling. It was interesting to see the yeah the Suns bench do the sort of the same thing uh, as the Warriors did, allow the the mm-hmm. Wolves to come back, and then the Suns allowed uh, Devin Booker to sit in the fourth quarter there and, and got back with Landry Shamit in his place and uh, destroyed the Wolves. So this was a, a game that watching it. It never felt close. It, the, the Suns team has it absolutely all together, even though the Wolves were able to uh, to come back there early in the fourth yeah, uh, I mean, against the uh, bench unit. Yeah, Edwards hit a couple threes. His second one, it was a two-point game mm-hmm. midway through the fourth quarter. And then the Timberwolves committed six turnovers in their next seven possessions. And I saw a lot of hate from Wolves fans last night on Twitter, or I guess I should say this morning when I was catching up, about D'Angelo Russell. This guy's horrible. Like, this guy is bringing nothing. And he was bad. He was a minus 20 in 23 minutes. He scored five points on eight field goal attempts, four turnovers to four assists. But during that run, it wasn't just Russell throwing away the ball. And he had a bad one. Remember, Anthony Edwards had a sick block. Russell got it, tried to throw it ahead to, to a streaking Edwards, and he just threw it too far. So it was a bad turnover. But it was Carl Anthony Towns chucked the ball out of bounds. Anthony Edwards had a couple brutal turnovers himself. So collectively, they just shot the bed in terms of turning it over and then the Suns, you know, mainly led by Chris Paul. Like, he just like, okay, let's get to work here. Let's get to my spot, hit a couple jumpers, and we'll end this game, uh, along with Cam Johnson hitting three after three. Timberwolves are, they're just, they're, 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 they're rough to watch. They're starters. Again, their bench is playing really well. These guys come in, they change it, they get them back in the game, and then the starters uh, couldn't hold on to the ball last night, Trey. Uh, the bench passes the ball, and they run and they make plays for each other. That does not happen with the starting lineup. They need a different point guard to start with. D'Angelo Russell, fine player, but not a setup man. And with three guys in Gobert, Towns, and and Anthony Edwards, you need somebody who's going to set them up. You don't. You need a, de- a defender setup guy at the point guard position. So wouldn't be surprised to see D'Angelo Russell go at some point. To me, it feels like Towns doesn't know where to be right now. Like he 
his game is totally different. He's having to make space for Gobert inside. But when they try and run things out of the high post, Gobert's inside, Towns at the high post, doesn't quite make sense. I also think the idea of being able to have any sort of a defense with Carl Anthony Towns on the court is going to be tough. Like, against the best teams, they put him in PNR or they run him around screens and you're getting a wide open shot. So against the Suns, they're able to carve him up when he's out there. I don't know. It just, uh, Chris Finch said it. We've shown no growth so far. Yeah. It's yeah. still early in the season, but it looks like still the first game of the season for the Timberwolves. We'll see if they turn it around. It might be a next year thing when they finally get the actual like perfect fitting pieces together, but I wouldn't be surprised if they struggle offensively for the entirety of the season. And then when it comes to playoff time and they're playing really good teams who can focus, they're going to have a hard time on defense as well. And then there's no growth, not just you know from game to game, but from halftime into the third quarter. They are the worst third quarter team in the NBA getting punked by an average of seven points. Uh, so that's the the worrisome part, I think. Uh, you come out of the locker room, Chris Finch has a plan uh, for them to, you know, the, the pick and rolls with, with D'Angelo Russell. And he, he gets a little bit, uh, I don't know, bogged down with the, the decisions because they, they're crowding Rudy Gobert and they're crowding uh, the lane. And then he, he doesn't want to pass it, which sort of makes sense. Um, but there is not any sort of uh, audible. There, there, yep. the, you know, the, the second plan B and plan C just aren't happening on this on the offensive end. And Anthony Edwards is able to create out of nowhere because he's that damn good. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're not fluid on that end whatsoever. Final game last night, only four on. Uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander, 34 points to help the Thunder push their win streak to four. Oh, uh, baby. That's oh, right. The Thunder. They improved to 4-3 and three, OKC. They have a winning record for the first time since nine games into the 2020-21 season here with that winning record. And, uh, my God, SGA for ASG. This guy, once again, amazing. 13 points in the fourth quarter, uh, and the Thunder rallied uh, against the Magic. They were down 15 in the second half. Um, just another monster game from him. Uh, coming off the player of the week in week two. <laughs> We're keeping track this year. Uh, <laughs> continuing to just look honestly unstoppable. <laughs> he's like, I'm, he has this the vibe of like, I'm, he's got the perfect pace right now to the game and just control and tempo of a game. Yeah. All right, we need a score here. I'll go get us one. Don't worry. You know, I barely, I finally missed a free throw. That was unfortunate. Uh, but otherwise, just a perfect game. He has just rounded out his game so well. He told uh, the Athletics Andrew Schleck before the season that he was working on his off ball play he's he's just so smart out there you're right yeah. like the pacing okay i've got a guy on me with a little bit of space i'll back him in create a little bit more space and then i'll decide like he's not rushing anything it's sort of anti d'angelo russell right now like when there's space i'll take it and uh, then on the defensive end oh. that's where i love watching him yeah. too i mean he's he's just so smart he's playing bigger than he is uh, he keeps blocking shots, two blocks in this game for a guard, averaging 1.3 blocks. It's uh, rarefied air. It's getting up there in the, the Dwayne Wades. It's, it's getting close to the MJ. Uh, <laughs> it's a little too far away. But uh, to have a guard be able to do what he is doing, he's it, he's not going one speed on the offensive end, as, as we've, we've talked about, like John Morant learning that this season. He's... He's got it all under control, and they just got to keep playing the Magic, and they'll win 50 yeah, in a row. That helps. It helps, yeah, for sure, who they're playing. But uh, you would think SGA is left-handed if you watch him. Yeah, Go watch his highlights, it. and you'll be like, you're, you would convince yourself he's left-handed because he's always going left, and he's always dribbling with his left hand. Of course, he shoots right, and uh, teams should really start to try and shade him to his right hand, I guess, because 
Every time he goes left, he scores. It's pretty amazing. Uh, but what do you think of SGA? I know you. we talked about his chances for the All-Star game earlier this week. We went through all the guards that he'll have to battle. You know, there's four locks. We, we said Luca, John Morant, Curry, and Booker. And then there's a two or three spots, and we think right now he's got one of them. Um, but any thoughts from this game? He's at the MVP table right now. Hello? <laughs> Not a joke. He definitely is. They've won four straight. And look at what he did last night. Down by one, 342 left. Hits a jumper, assists on a bucket from Poku, hits a jumper, assists on a three-pointer from Lou Dort, and hits two free throws to seal it. You're also mentioning the defense. He was great against Franz Wagner, especially in the fourth quarter. Held him to two for seven, two turnovers. He's doing everything out there. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah, Shea's balling. Uh, and maybe it's a little bit of catching teams by surprise, but the Thunder play really, really hard, and they've got some weird-shaped guys who – contribute and play on the defensive end so they got a chance oh, it was nice to have poku going against bowl bowl last night that's, wow that's freaky man <laughs> that was that's crazy freaky. looking yeah and poku was good 16 and 9 for him like a really good hit a big big three when the, like this was not a blowout as we went through that was huge giddy return for uh for the thunder he had 10 assists struggled shooting the ball jalen williams got his first start uh for them jre great energy this scrappy bunch absolutely yeah I wouldn't mind starting the SGA for MVP little tag. I don't know. You know, oh, it, won't la- it won't last forever. <laughs> yeah, okay. He'll have the week of being at the MVP yeah, table. That's, that's fine. right. Yeah, that's good. Because the, Get the, you a meal. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Jerome's in there. <laughs> Jerome has replaced Lily in the turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> you look good in a turtleneck, You Jerome. look really good, Jerome, in a turtleneck. Yeah, you should get a turtleneck. That's the MVP <laughs> table for anyone new to the show this year. <laughs> Where we eat pizza and drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make sure to grow up for a group dinner when Jerome comes yeah, to visit. take a new photo. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. All right, SGA's at the table. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that. Uh, any other thoughts on any of these games from last night, guys? I mean, you mentioned it real quickly, but Poku versus Bull... This is honestly incredible. 16 and 9 for Poku last night and Bull Bull went for 13 and 12. Like <laughs> I don't know if they both had a good game on the same night at all last <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Maybe their entire career where they both had a great game scored in double digits, but this happened in the same game and they were actually matched up with each other. That looked like we were watching the NBA from 13 years from yeah, now yeah. when everybody is seven foot to 150 pounds <laughs> I, was, I joked that it looked like uh, the number 11 out there just two stick guys uh, <laughs> balling going against each other good good game fun game there from yeah. the magic thunder go check the highlights if you haven't already all right we're gonna take our first break when we come back we'll hit the beach to read some of your questions looking for an assist with your credit card but you can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. 
back in the classic factory, uh, Jules here in the stream team says, I'm a book editor, so that No Dunks Grammarly subscription was noise for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jules. And Jules is a Nets fan, too, so uh, apologies. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around yes. for the ad break. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's hit the beach, baby! <laughs> Stepping on the beach. The only place to read your emails and your tweets. Send them in. NoDunksAsTheAthletic.com or tweet them in at NoDunksInc. That's I-N-C on the end because we're incorporated. <laughs> uh, first one. Are we? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, hey, no Dunkarinos. My girlfriend and I live in London and are visiting New York in December for five days. We have never been to an NBA game and are super excited. My question to you guys is, which game should we try and get tickets for? Nets versus the Celtics on Sunday, December 4th? Or Knicks versus the Hawks on Wednesday, December 7th? Initially, I thought it was a no-brainer, a chance to see Katie and Tatum. would be incredible, but the more I think about it, Madison Square Garden is the mecca of basketball and the atmosphere will surely be better especially with the recent rivalry between trey and the knicks we only have a few days in new york so going to both games isn't really an option turnip turkey thighs blossom that's from daniel all the way over in ireland i love this (laughs) this is great it's it's almost a year to the day it's basically a 13 and a half months 12 and a half months sorry to the day where we got a very 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 similar email okay okay somebody was going to new york in february of last season the knicks and the nets were playing on the same day Mm. so he had to make a decision do I go see the Knicks versus OKC, or do I go see the Nets host the Kings? Oh, I remember this. Yes, 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 I yes. remember what I was arguing for. Yeah. You what go was to Madison it? Square Garden, Yeah, baby. yeah. And you, I think it ended up being the, cor- the, the correct answer. The correct, yeah. yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. They played an OT game versus OKC. <laughs> right. Yeah. OKC was balling. You know, yeah. some, some giddies, giddy performances out there. While the Nets hosted the Kings, no Kyrie, no Durant. And that's why... <laughs> I, I said the Nets last year oh, yeah, as well, but this is what you you, you have no choice now. You, you got no choice. You have you have to go to the Knicks, or else you're going to see a game without an atmosphere, as as we've talked about with the Brooklyn Nets earlier in yeah, the show. Where is that? You don't know if any of those guys will be playing. No. You don't know what the team is going to be comprised of. At least with the Knicks, you know that you're going to get. A decent performance. You're going to get the atmosphere. Yeah. And you're going to get Trey Young, who is actually going to Madison Square Garden tonight. The Hawks play in Madison Square Ooh. tonight. So get a little preview tonight before you before you click, click, and make your decision. You got it. Got to go. And get those December 7th tickets, eh? Well, what about the uh, Udoka factor of this all? <laughs> what? <laughs> Celt- <laughs> Celtics taking on their old coach? Possibility on December 4th? <laughs> You yeah, don't yeah, think they'd yeah, get yeah, up yeah. for that? This guy was such a hard ass on uh, us, man. Daniel, Daniel loves coaches. Yeah, he does. He loves it. Yeah. He loves uh, loves a coaching revenge game. Tass is right, though. Like, this was a discussion last year. We really had a debate last year. <laughs> it was between two kind of stinky games. Couple stinkerooskies here. These are a better choice of games, no doubt about it. But there's no way you're going to Nets versus Celtics. Come on. Come on, Daniel. Just go see the Knicks versus the Hawks. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy yourself. You absolutely should. Especially if you have never been to Madison Square Garden. You, you will not be telling all your friends back home in Ireland about going to the Barclays Center. I can assure you that. <laughs> Great food options. <laughs> all right. Great food options in, Sorry, in the Jules. Barclays Center. 
Sorry, Jules. Uh, you know, it's uh, I can't believe I argued for Nets Kings last year over the Knicks game against OKC, and now it's Nets Celtics, you a team that went to the NBA Finals, and it's an easy decision to pick the <laughs> Knicks versus the Hawks. That's how far things have fallen. Was that the podcast where you were going on and on about the acoustics <laughs> in the Barclays Center? I think no, it was, that, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, that was one of many. <laughs> oh, one of many. Yeah. yeah, because I love the acoustics, or I hate them. Actually, I hate them. Yeah, I decided I hate them. <laughs> They're too good. That's a reason to go to Barclays, to get your own opinion with your own ears. Right. Go see a concert. That's what the acoustics are meant for. Uh, While you're in New York, here, here's your decision. Knicks versus Hawks and Lady Gaga <laughs> at, at the Barclays. At, at the Barclays. Barclays. All right. Cool, cool. There for a week. Yeah, you got a lot of time. Uh, all right, we've, we settled that. You're going to MSG. Get your tickets. Uh, next one here from Ryan. Ayo, basketball sickos. My cousin recently had a baby and named him Grayson. I've taken to calling him <laughs> Little Grayson Allen. And we are both Bulls fans and he hates it. I think. I guess that I'll stop doing it to be nice. But anyway, the question is, do you guys have any stories of nicknames that you knew the person absolutely hated but continued to say it anyway? <laughs> it's from Ryan. I mean, that is a little... Grace and Allen. Yeah, that's, so that's low, especially being a Bulls fan and mm-hmm. saying that. But Sounds like his, uh, his buddy's not really a Bulls fan or his cousin. In, no naming, in naming him Grayson? Yeah, no yeah. way. No. no way. Not if it was recent. Grayson Allen just lit up the Bulls in the playoffs. Um, for me, it's a nickname. I'm not actually sure if the person hates this, but we've kept using it. Um, probably like a decade ago, we had a bachelor party, and one of our friends just detached from the group late at night. Didn't see him until the next morning when he told us he went to a strip club by himself and spent $550. Whoa. <laughs> so we've called him 550 ever since then. <laughs> to this very day, if you see 550 just out and about in any environment, take a picture, send it along. 550, you'll love it. <laughs> awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was a great night. <laughs> That's my 550 impersonation. <laughs> You guys have okay. met him. You guys have met him. Yeah? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, he had a terrible showing at a Toronto pickup game we went to once. I had one big old boy who was scoring buckets left and right, and one big old boy who was hitting shots off the side of the glass. Ooh, that does <laughs> sound vaguely familiar. He likes to party. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great hang. That's a good guy. Good guy. Uh, 550. Yeah, I like how precise that dollar figure is. 550, exactly. Yeah. He's only getting hundreds out of the ATM at the strip club, so he had to get changed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you got? Anything here? Good uh, or a, a nickname story? I guess we're looking for. Mm. Well, I was never uh, nicknamed myself Tassie. I was never. I just the Tassie thing came from. <laughs> just reminded me watching or looking at our old uh, pizza MVP table. Lee gave it to me. Yeah, for sure. Once sure. upon a time, and uh, it stuck. Yeah, I didn't love it at first, but yeah, it stuck. It's, it's <laughs> decent. I don't hate it. Uh, but now Jerome is going to have to give me a new nickname. Oh, okay. So, okay. So we'll see in nice. a couple of weeks when he comes, he comes down. Did it? Am I? Am I like making this up in my head? Or like your daughter at one point was calling you Tassie for like a yeah. for like a week for sure, <laughs> which is so cute. For sure, for sure. It's a good one. That's a good one. That's Lee's move though. Just add a Y yes. to everybody's name. Uh, yeah, that's his... and stuff like that. Right. Uh, I have a good story about this, and it and it actually like I, I was um. Reminded of it recently. I think it was Russ Bankston on Twitter. Out of nowhere tweeted, from now on, I'm going to only call Luke Kennard Nard Dog. <laughs> and then people started adding us because we've been calling 
Luke Kennard Nerd Dog for a while. And so it's like, oh, yeah, we've been saying that for a while. And I replied to him. And it's like, oh, yeah, Nerd Dog. That nickname's been in my life for like 25 years because I went to school with a guy named Lingard that we called Nerd Dog. And then somebody responded to me, and I had never thought about it. So we call a guy named Lingard Nerd Dog. And they said, why didn't you call him Guard Dog? <laughs> and I was like, Jesus, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I, I had no answer for it. I had never even thought about it in 25 years. Like, it's guard, Ling guard. Why wouldn't we call him guard dog, not mm. nard dog? I, I'm willing to guess that when the nickname was created, it was in the era where nards was a funny word to I say. guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, we called him nardo for sure. Like, that was a, a, a version of it, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people don't call your nuts nards as much anymore these days. I think it's fallen out of favor somehow. Yeah, yeah. I think if you get right, right. the nards. Yeah, you get right. Yeah, I think if you Google it and you see the uh, the usage over time, it's probably dropped off. I think so. Yeah. You think Google if I check trends? Yeah, I'm talking. This Peak. is high school, so the, like mid to late 90s. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. nard would have been nard. Yeah. Big time. Peak. Peak nard now on the Google search. Peak nard. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> let's go to our next one here. G'day, Dunkaroos. Uh, in a league of giants, everyone is too small now. Giannis called Ben Simmons too small. Even Tyler Hero, who I believe is 45 centimeters tall. It's <laughs> a weird thing to put in an email. Was calling his opponents too small. The gesture is everywhere. We've seen other celebrations go around the league, all the way back to the glorious summer of the Big Balls Dance, or as we liked it to call it, the Nard Shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) I added that. Big Nard Uh, Shuffle. My question to you is this. What's the next celebration that's going to take off around the league? Too small, rock the baby, big balls. That's from James Coley. Coley. Um, So, yeah. I mean, everybody is doing too small. Yeah, definitely. It's very popular. I I like it. Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah. great. I think it's funny both ways. I think it's funny when a guy who's bigger than the smaller guy says you're too small. Factual. <laughs> and then also funny when the guy who's smaller says the big guy's too small. Yeah. Because it's funny. Yeah. So I like it both ways. Um, it's hard to figure out what celebration is going to be cool. Kids have to come up with it, right? Like, it has to be a young person. Sure. So I asked my kids, what do, you, what do kids do to celebrate when something good happens <laughs> oh, at your God. school? And they just, Isla goes... Uh, you know, Femi got awarded something, and he just went. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a potential one. <laughs> Femi, yeah. nickname or real name? That's a cool name. Uh, I believe it's a a, a nickname actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's can't miss. <laughs> I think that'll translate. <laughs> so it's either that or this clip I saw over the summer of people shooting three-pointers down at the park and holding the follow-through to put your arm around a guy's shoulders. I love this. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, and you would get so mad if somebody oh, did this. So get disrespectful. Off me, it's get so off disrespectful, me. but it's so funny. Uh, you just go. cuddle up next to him. Yeah, like, like you said, Trey Young doing that, of course. Exactly. You, you could see him doing that. Yeah. You could see... Lamelo Ball doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's Guys good. Like that. Yeah. I hope that catches on. And uh, yeah, there would be some pushing going on. Some There'd NBA be some fights. shoving. Yeah. Yeah. The only downside from that is that you need a defender right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's got to be like a long shot. Like you're not. Yeah. Layup. Doesn't no, it's really gotta, work. Yeah, it got to be a three. Really, it's got to be a three, and because guys turns around to sort of see the ball. Yeah, that's gonna start some fights. 
but it's too good. It is really, really good. Do you have any other ones, <laughs> celebrations you'd like to tr- hopefully see somebody try out? Maybe it's Femi? Yeah, I know. That's, that's actually that's what I was going to go with. <laughs> that was my... Yeah, my uh, it's funny because every, every child does that, so mm. <laughs> got to roll with it. All right. Let's hear from everybody out there. That's a fun question for, uh, for you guys to chime in there in the stream team. People are saying, just give them a hug. Sure, that's sort of what the person is doing, <laughs> putting his arm hug. around him. Um, all right, final one. Hey, Dunkachinos. The other day, my wife suddenly realized there was something I did that annoyed her. She could never put her finger on it in the past. But as it happened, she recognized that apparently I only opened doors far enough for me to go through. <laughs> I can only imagine the great relief that coursed through her body as years of tension released upon understanding this dark secret. The tension instantly returned when she had to open the door another few inches. But we discussed it, and I apologized for my uh, efficient door and muscle usage. <laughs> so what is something <laughs> What is something crazy that your wives, family, or friends have complained about that you unconsciously do? Upturn, guys you love, some awe. This, get ready everybody, come on back JD, is from Brent Ferrari. Vroom, vroom. Um... <laughs> So, good question from Brent. It's great. I saved this one for a while because I, I loved it. You've been sitting on this one. I've been sitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know, you do that from time to time, right? Where you don't whip a door open and you just, just I, I do it. Yeah, anyway. I probably do it. I don't yeah. even realize I do it probably. Sure. But. Just enough so I can slip in. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, it also, it's, it's a little exhilarating. Am I going to get hit by the door? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like a, oh, so it, you mean a, a yeah, door that closes on itself? If it's a heavy sure. door. If it's a heavy yep. door, yeah. Can I can I beat it? Oh, it's so fun. Uh, so I, <laughs> so I did fun. I did like this email. Very very good. So I asked my wife <laughs> if I, only I could show you the scripture that she sent back with things that I did that she made. So I mean a couple. I think yesterday she banged her ankle on uh, the open dishwasher that I I always leave the dishwasher Ooh. open because there's always Ooh. more dishes yeah. to come. Yeah. It's always more dishes. Yeah, She's dangerous. Like, Just yeah. get it over with. Just close it. You, you have a child come by. Mm. Might take a head off. Yeah, fine. Um, so that's there was that one. Uh, what was the other one? She said, "Oh, she said before dinner, she wants the kids to eat. I guess at dinner, so she hates when I'm when I when I go off into the pantry and I'm snacking pre dinner and because." Set a bad example, sort of. Yeah, like, snacking in the yeah. pantry is our fun post dinner thing. <laughs> snacking in the pantry sounds snacking like a great pantry. song. Yeah. <laughs> By Alan Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. First he came out with tubing on the hooch. <laughs> now he's snacking in the pantry. Snacking in the pantry. Okay, a good one. I, I saw this yesterday. Tim McGraw. Speaking of country singers, his dad, Tug. McGraw played in Major League Baseball for like a decade. I didn't yeah. know that. Really? He's like an all-star. Tug. Really? Is he a closer, maybe? Tug? Old Tuggy? Know. I'm not sure. What was he tugging on? I don't know. Tugging on the, the rosin bag, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But I've, Tug I'm, and Tim. Tug. Are the McGraws coming over or Tug and Tim coming by later? <laughs> Tug and Tim. <laughs> Tug and Tim. Anyways, okay. born Frank, nicknamed Tug. <laughs> Played in the league for a long time. Yeah, it's I didn't it's know. It's a good nickname story. You could have used that for that one. Yeah, well, why is he, why, why is he nicknamed Tug? It could be a million <laughs> reasons. What do you think it is? Because <laughs> we'll find out right now. This dick. Interesting. Got caught uh, jerking oh, well, off the wrong time. Well. Tugging at the wrong time. Hey, that's Tug from now on. Uh, McGraw got the nickname <laughs> Tug from his mother, actually. Oh, jeez. Oh. Wow. Because of the particularly aggressive way he breastfed. 
<laughs> I'm not making this up. Jeez. Uh, Tug it on the tit. Tug. It's a little. It's a little too much. That's too much. That guy's been been known as Tug his whole life. TMI from mom. If we're being honest, you think she added that to the Wikipedia page? (laughs) I gotta make sure people know. Okay. Uh, Uh, Good answers. Rest Uh, in peace, Tug. What what do you have for this, Trey? What's something you do, or maybe Laura, your wife, or family friends uh, complain about that you you probably do unconsciously that drives Uh, them crazy? Yeah, I also asked Laura, and it took her zero seconds (laughs) to respond. Clicking your teeth while you fall asleep. Oh. What? I was like, what? (laughs) 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 She said, as soon as she's like, I can tell when you're falling asleep because you start going. Oh my Holy. god. And then you start breathing really heavy. I was, like, I was like, oh boy. Oh boy. I guess I'll never fall asleep wow. for the rest of my life. <laughs> Clicking my teeth. Sleeping like this from now on. <laughs> the chompers. <laughs> Working overtime. Wow, that's a crazy sound. Do it again. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get tired. <laughs> wow, I hope that's coming through in your cans, all you podcast listeners. Uh, Shadowing the cheat. Yeah, good, good, good answers. I, answer. I mean, you guys probably would even agree with my wife Nora on this one. What I do is uh, I hear a song on the radio. Trey plays it on his computer before the show. Wherever I absorb a song, <laughs> and then I will recite not the entire song, of course, just like one or two lyrics of that song all day long. <laughs> And I don't even know I'm doing it. Mm. Uh, and uh, it drives Nora insane. Like, I get told all the time, like, stop it. <laughs> and, like, na- like it. I think I should be allowed to do it, like, three or four times yeah. and then be told to stop it. But she'll now, like, you know, the first time, she knows it's going to be, like, 700 times. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be any song, but I do that. And, uh, yeah, it's bad. It's Thriller bad. yesterday? Thriller I was doing. Yeah. Because of you <laughs> as the meat man. Yeah. That's true. It doesn't even to be lyrics. No. I'll just hum a, little, hum a little bass line every once in a while. JD, you got an answer to this one? Uh, yeah. Um, Brent, first of all, way to throw a grenade into my morning here because yeah, I asked Rachel, uh, you know, is there anything I do that it, unconsciously? Right. She had to think about it. And then she came up with it, and I'm, and then it just turned into a thing, right? Because I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, what is it? So the thing is that I do is uh, I will, when I'm sitting on the couch, I will set whatever I'm drinking on the cushion next to me. Mm. Oh, okay. Dangerous. Like, unattended. Yeah. I'm like, that's not unconscious. It's a calculated <laughs> risk. And oof, that was not the thing to say. But because Lincoln does it too, too apparently. And I... Any kind of glass, like stemware, like I'll put oh, a glass put a of red glass wine on the. The slightest movement that I know, can go. but I, I like the challenge of it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> and I assume you have a coffee table or like a right side table, right? Literally right in front of me. Right yeah. Yeah. Front of me. Yeah. But I like having it next to me. Mm. Okay. So yeah. And you were then arguing about it all morning. Your wife left well, you. Well, she luckily pickleball started, so she left. So. <laughs> Cool. All right. Great questions, guys. Uh, got us off on some fun tangents there. Send them in. Can be NBA related or not, as you can tell, to nodunks at theathletic.com or tweet them in at nodunksinc. We'll take our final break. And when we come back, pick them results and tweet of the night. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. 
So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets. The things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs, whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney. It's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right, back with the boys here in the Classic Factory. Tass starting the month of November in style when it comes to last night's Pick'em game. Warriors were favorites on the road in Miami by one and a half points. Small line, but the Heat, they obviously cover because they won. So that's a win for Tass. He's 1-0 in November. Trey and I took the L. What's tonight's game? There's 11 on, baby. Classic Wednesday night sked and some real good ones. As we mentioned, Trey Young visiting MSG. The 6-2 Jazz visiting Luka. The Grizzlies and the Blazers. The second game on ESPN, Anthony Davis visit or hosting his old team. Pelicans going against the Lakers, but I'm going with the first game on ESPN because we had a doozy on Friday night, if you remember, between Boston and Cleveland. Two 40-point performances from the Cavs and Levert and Donovan, so let's do it again. Wow. This time, the uh, Cavs at home instead of in Boston, and they get a one and a half points. So you're basically picking the winner. Skeets and myself think uh, Boston will uh, get a little revenge. Yeah, yep. I tend to think. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking this, here. It's a good team. But, man, Cavs, man. Trey's Jeez. got the Cavs. Who's, uh, who, Kevin Love going to hit, you know? Like eight threes. threes. Yeah, we'll see. But Dean Wade, did Dean tell you that? Darius Garland <laughs> looking Oh, yeah, good. not playing, though, right? I don't, He's in practice, I think. He has been playing and uh, ready. seems ready to go in practice, but I don't think he's got yeah. the go-ahead quite yet Okay. with the eye injury. All right, so Trey has Cleveland. Same line as last night, the uh, home dog there, plus one and a half. Tess right. and I have the Celtics. Good luck. To everybody. <laughs> really only good luck to Boston and to you and me. Mm-hmm. No good right luck to you. Right back at you. I don't need it. Oh, damn. You feeling that good about this? Well, I got one and a half points to play with. <laughs> good luck to Boston winning by exactly one. <laughs> one point. That's right. Uh, okay, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Garland's stat is still up in the air. Wow. Just check theathletic.com. Great update. Thank you for that. All right, time for Tweet of the Night. Uh, it was actually causing a little bit of a stir here in the Classic Factory yesterday. This is tweet of uh, the Mavs' new mascot, the Mavs man. 
what is this thing? Uh, <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> wow. Showing it to everybody here on YouTube, of course. Yeah, Mavs <laughs> Off Court tweeted uh, this Power Ranger, basically. Uh, I mean, it is. Yeah. It's it's exactly like a Power Ranger. It's got some old uh, the Brooklyn Knight vibes, if you remember the Brooklyn Knight yeah. from a, a decade ago or so. You know, it's got the sort of the, the metal helmet. Yeah, superhero Superhero look, uh, but not that super, you know. Wow, I guess he's funny. got a bigger helmet than the other Power Rangers. Nice little Photoshop here, Mavs Moneyball, or what, what, Mavs Man, we're calling him, right? Is that, His name is, is Mavs Man, because there used to be a Mavs Man that was even, well, well creepier, for sure. There he is, that's him on the left, the uh, OG Mavs Man. Yeah, oh, there's the Brooklyn Knight in the yeah, middle. Yeah. Uh, TBD, who's going to win this battle? <laughs> uh, what, what I was really, like, I like to think... Uh, I, I have my finger on the pulse of what's happening in the yeah, NBA. Yeah. Okay. But this, like, I don't know, like, slipped by everybody. Or at least it slipped by us here in the Classic Factory. This was announced in, like, uh, October, at least a right? week ago. Oh, I thought it was longer. And, no, and it, you know, it's on the Dallas Mavericks official site. It's there. I went and checked. Like, you know, there's the new Mavs man, his little backstory, his stats, which is really weird. Uh, but, like, why... What, I guess they were like, I don't know. Did they just like release? They were like, all right, we're doing a new Maz Man. And then they're like, okay, just like, just put it out there and see if anybody notices. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I right? think they're just trying to rebrand him because they talk about him being around since 1996, you know, back when he was basketball Mavs Man. Yeah. <laughs> Covered in basketball print. So yeah, they're just trying to, they're just trying to sneak him in here. They're just trying to sneak Mavs Man into his new costume. I think it's hilarious he's wearing shorts. It's very <laughs> funny to me that he's wearing shorts. Yeah. Oh, and basketball shoes, too. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a well, hooper, he's got, man. He's got Jordans on, no doubt. Yeah, he's yeah. got Jordans on. But you're a superhero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, top to bottom, you should be a superhero. Superhero boots, like Iron Man boots, I think. <laughs> yeah. And and I saw somebody in the stream team, hey, what? I thought they had a horse for their mascot. They do. That's Champ. Yeah. It's one of these organizations that has two mascots. you got yeah. Champ, the horse mascot, and uh, and you've had Mavs Van for a long time. He's like the high flying guy, doing all the dunks, jumps, and, and, and cool uh, things. Really, I I hadn't really ever realized until I was looking at a recent photo of Mavs, the old Mavs Man. It's got the human eyes because it's like yeah. obviously, hey, spoiler, it's a human inside the inside <laughs> costume. But you got the human eyes coming through the mask of the OG Mavs Man. That's why I think they put a helmet on him because mm. I think he was probably creeping out kids and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and and adults like myself. <laughs> yeah, they're going the route of the Cavs as well, who have a man mascot. Yes. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a man scot. Yeah, trying to. Because uh, I, th- I think they like to have lovable, goofy, big mascot, mm-hmm. and then hey, it would look, it'd be great if we could uh, throwing down some dunks yeah, and doing some flips mascot. and acrobatic things. So we need the other version too. Yeah, right? and and do the things that. A mascot can can't do like, not in you know, a hundred pound suit. Yeah, yeah, maybe attend some functions just more as a, as a man. Uh, you know, you got to think of everything. So yeah, they're really trying to connect with uh, the regular Joe Schmo out there that doesn't like superheroes or I guess, this is or doesn't crazy, like mascots. Man. There's a full comic on here. Yeah, on the Mavs yeah. website. How he came, like how he morphed into this. Yeah, there's... mighty Morphin Power <laughs> yeah. Ranger. Yeah, I mean you're going from Mavs kid. An actual kid with actual skin to touching a glowing orange basketball, which turned him into basketball Mavs man. Oh. And then he finds a glowing blue basketball, which turns him into blue Mavs man. This is the full saga here. 
Oh, so cool. blue, so blue balls turned the OG Mavs man into this Mavs man. What a story! We got to do a reading of this. <laughs> a dramatic reading of the Mavs man origin story. <laughs> Good idea. Coming soon to YouTube Shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put it in the notes. Uh, all right, let's hear your thoughts on Mavs man, the new edition, Mavs man 2.0. Slick and fast. Yeah, you know your mascots. You, you just, you've got your finger on the pulse. You. I thought I did. That's what I'm saying. I thought I did, Tass. I thought I was the Zach Lowe of it all. Knowing the courts, (laughs) knowing the colors, knowing the mascots, Uh, knowing the league pass teams. But uh, this, yeah, I I didn't know until I saw this tweet going around. I think SB Nation uh, wrote a story on it like, what the hell? I thought it was fake. I thought it was like a joke at first. But nope. It's a new Mavs man. And uh, it was in October that it was uh, released that Rocky, the Nuggets mascot, is the highest paid mascot. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, mascot news these days. <laughs> we, we know the salaries. Harry the Hawk was second. Wow. And then a huge drop-off. Yeah. That's, 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 the Raptors basically making like five digits, apparently. Yeah. According Mascots to this. Mascots aren't That's far. Unless they get to keep the costume. So Rocky's that making six digits. <laughs> Like he's not making a mill. No, but but there's a huge drop. Six hundred twenty-five thousand. Harry the Hawk makes six hundred k. Holy crap! Well paid. Those Very, are two of the best mascots in the game, Rocky yeah, and Harry. For and sure. some would say Benny the Bull, who's third on this 100%. list, is the best one. Four hundred k. So we're dropping off. Two hundred k goes to the gorilla in Phoenix. Okay. Fifth is Hugo the Hornet with a hundred k. We're dropping off oh, here. Wow, we're wow, wow, off wow. Big time. Just... Yeah, and so after five, uh, I don't have the list. I guess. Okay. I guess that's it. I guess there's just only five. The rest do it for the love of the game. <laughs> for the, for, for for the, the love, love of the dance. <laughs> yeah. Love of the costume, I guess, too. Yeah. Love of the crowd. Yeah, love of the game. Why do you do it, mascots? What's your reason? You in it for the money? <laughs> Why do you do it? You in it for the, the smiles you put on those young kids' faces out there? It would be the money for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough job. Yeah. This guy, those, those men and women. Because I don't know who's under there. Mavs man. I guess it's a man. But uh, <laughs> I will say they are underpaid drastically to be a good mascot. <laughs> yeah. Some of the shitty the ones. bad ones, like, yeah, you're getting your money worth. Yeah, but then it's like 41 days a year. Pretty. No, a lot of appearances. Tests. Oh, I know. I know. A lot of appearances. We can book an appearance right now with Mavs, man. Get him in, in here. How much are we talking? Doesn't say. <laughs> Does not say. But if we have a glowing basketball, he'll find his way here either way. All right. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> weigh in on Mavs, man. Weigh in your favorite mascot. Let's hear from you guys in the stream team, as you are right now, or in the YouTube comments below, or tweet them in at NoDunkSync. Let's call it there. Uh, no Is This Good podcast today. That's coming tomorrow, and you're going to have to go search for the Is This Good separate YouTube feed and podcast feed. Matteo has spun that off. Uh, big, big guest coming on tomorrow's show. And Trey Kirby. You're yes. not. You're not, I'm not. Oh, I'm not the big guest. No, this, def- I, I almost. I'm not. I don't want to say anymore because I don't want something to happen and it falls through. But uh, big guest lined up for Is This Good tomorrow. So go if you haven't already. Subscribe to Is This Good on YouTube and uh, wherever you download and listen to your podcasts. We'll be back uh, here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, live from the Classic Factory to talk about all these games on tonight and all the NBA news. And then later tomorrow we'll be uh, talking a little Survivor over on No Buffs mm-hmm. YouTube and mm-hmm. podcast feeds with a new episode tonight. A lot of content to consume tonight. So much so, in fact, that we're not even playing in the uh, return oh. of our Wednesday night pickup runs. That's too bad. Yeah, next week. We'll get out there next week. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I have off-court issues that are preventing me from playing tonight. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Been tugging a little too much, McGraw? <laughs> yeah, let's just say uh, we're not saying nards as much these days. <laughs> On that note, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Uh, to go from that to yep. uh, to this, uh, thanks for joining us. And remember, this is a serious one. The guard with the most blocks per game in a season. Anybody? John Wall? Michael no. Jordan? Yeah, it's Michael. Oh, yeah. It's Michael. 1.6. Yeah, we're including point guards and guards. Okay. Most for a career, like an average for a career for a guard throughout the history of the NBA. Never hit one block per game for a career. There hasn't been a guard who's hit one block per game. Just below whoa, whoa. for a career. Who's been the highest? Wade? Wade. Jordan as well. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is good. Point nine. Point nine. Although Wade had point eight for his career. There you hey, go. There you go. A little fact for you. Brace the day, people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.